WTF1 presents Hot Takes Wednesday. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hot Takes Wednesday. You might be thinking, that doesn't sound like Dre and you will be correct in that. Dre is away for a couple of weeks so I will be hosting Hot Takes Wednesday. My name is Hannah Atkinson, it's lovely to meet you if this is your first podcast and today I am joined with Charlie. Say hello. Hello. This is so weird. It is really weird actually. (laughs) I've never played host before but I love it. We should have just like called up Dre from like America and <laughs> like been like, do your intro. Yeah. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Dre Harrison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so if this is your first Hot Takes Wednesday, how it works is we go through five hot takes that you guys have sent in via Twitter, Instagram, email, um, and they're all F1 based, obviously. Uh, we will discuss them. You know, I'm sure me and Charlie are going to have some different opinions because we tend to disagree on things, don't we? <laughs> we tend to disagree. Um, well, not all the time, maybe 70% of the time, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we will rate the hot take based off how spicy we think it is. Well, not how spicy, whether we disagree or agree. So if we give it a one, it means we strongly disagree. If we give it a five, it means we strongly agree. So should we get on with it? Let's go. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. This is strange, but it's it's exciting. (laughs) The first hot take comes in from Cowboy Sales and they say, Max never loses another race until he retires. Let's hear that one more time. Max never loses another race until he retires. I don't know about you, Charlie. I think surely there's no way. I mean, for the love of God, I hope not. For <laughs> <laughs> the sake of every F1 fan, please no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Max is a world-class driver and I genuinely think he could go on to win every single race for the rest of this season. I do think that is a possibility. Yeah. But for my mental well-being and for the sport, um, I really hope it's not until the day he retires unless he's planning on retiring at the end of 2023. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I always feel like I'm going to get a bit of a stick when I say things like this, but and let's reiterate, I do think Max is like a world-class driver. He really is one of the best. But this era of him winning just feels so different to me. And I can't shake that feeling of being a little bit bored. And I hate using that word. I really hate using that word. But if he goes on to win every race until the day he retires, what does that say about the sport? It's just not a good look. Like Even, if, even throughout other dominant eras, such as like Hamilton, Schumacher, even Vettel, you always still had like the occasional race win from somebody else. So that would just be like, abs- I I literally don't know how Formula One would even cope with that. Actually, yes, I do. I do because <laughs> it wouldn't be allowed, would it? They would, they would, the FIA will eventually change the regulations again, just to not suit Red Bull. And then another team will dominate and then another team will start to catch up and then they'll get to grips with the new regulations. And then we just have this vicious circle that is Formula One. So um, I really, yeah, for me, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't think I would cope. Um, and that's not anything on, that's not anything on Max. I just like, I... I mean, I did an opinion piece the other day. I feel like I need like a like a fight at the front just for, for Formula One to excite me a little bit. So um, if, if Max is there winning every single race by like 30 seconds, I don't, I, I mean, I can't quit because I can't, I can't quit watching it because it's my job now. So <laughs> I'm stuck. 
I feel like even if I was tempted to quit watching F1, Oh, I could never. <laughs> no, I couldn't. And I'm such like an annoyingly positive person that I would just couldn't resist being like, but what if the race, everything changes? I couldn't, I just have to watch. But I feel like I'm pretty much echoing exactly what you said. Like <laughs> the thing is, if he, if that happens and he wins every single race until he t- retires, imagine the records that he would break. Every single record <laughs> would just be max, 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 which I mean would be crazy to see it would be I mean is cool the right word I'm not sure um Mm. but like you said it depends when he retires if he retires at the end of this season do you know what this hot take has a completely new meaning yeah sure I (laughs) completely agree five probably um but that's not likely I feel like you know he's definitely going to be around for a few more years probably longer than that so yeah I mean like you also said Dominance goes in and out. We had Mercedes dominance. We're in rebel dominance now. These things happen. And and surely at some point in the next few years, that will kind of shift over to another team. What that will be, who knows? But I don't think Max is going to be retiring before rebel dominance ends. So I feel like he might be around. And this is just speculation, but I have a feeling he'll probably be around for a while, even if rebel aren't the fastest team. So I think that even after the rebel dominance ends, Max will still be around. There'll be races he won't win. And even when we're in a rebel dominance era, like you said, other teams will win. (laughs) This season is, you know, kind of a one-off, but other teams will win. When Mercedes were dominant, we had other teams winning. That's just how it happens. You get those odd races. So for Max to win every single race until he retires, I feel like it's so close to impossible, but you can't say that it's impossible, can you? <laughs> you just, yeah, you just never know. But I, 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 I highly doubt it. Like I would, I mean, I would eat my shoe if that. Like <laughs> I would literally sit down and have a Someone full course that. meal, <laughs> a full course meal with a knife and fork. Like I would, because I just, I can't imagine. I really just can't imagine that happening. And like you said, I don't think. I mean, he has made hints about leaving the sport sooner yeah. than I think what people would expect um but it's really hard I think every F1 driver's like yeah I'm not going to stick around long and then they're here for like 10 years <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then some even do retire and then come back I mean look at that well yeah <laughs> yeah just I mean I'm hoping that's the case for Sebastian Vettel but we'll see oh interesting I have a feeling that might not be the case but I think everyone would love to see that right yeah or come back as team principal. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a few rumours. We're like completely. <laughs> How did we get from Max never losing to Sebastian <laughs> team principal? So I'm going to give that take. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. How I... can you not give it a one? <laughs> because I mean, my, my heart and my mind wants to say one, but yeah. I mean, I didn't think that we would be halfway through the season and Red Bull would have won, would have won every single True. race. So, um, but no, I think it's, it's a one for me. I yes. can't, I can't, I can't jump onto that. Nope. No, I agree. So the next hot take is from Robin and they say Alex Albon will replace Carlos Sainz at Ferrari if he doesn't sign a new contract. So Alex Albon will replace Carlos Sainz at Ferrari if he doesn't sign a new contract. I wasn't sure if this person meant Alex Albon doesn't sign a new contract or Carlos Sainz doesn't sign a new contract because Sainz's contract doesn't end this season, does it? No, I, I think it did. He did mean 
Carl or whoever it was. They did okay. mean Carlos's contract, I think. Okay, okay, okay. What do you think about this take? I actually I actually find this take quite interesting because why the beep not? Like, why <laughs> yeah. did it happen? I'm going to assume that this person has probably seen the rumours that um, Carlos Sainz has reportedly signed a pre-agreement with Audi, mm. um, which I have no idea if that's actually true or not, but it would be a very interesting mood. Mood? A very interesting... <laughs> an interesting mood too, I guess. <laughs> but it would be a very interesting move. Um I'll be honest, I think Carlos has actually been the most consistent driver in Ferrari this year, but we've seen instances where he's not been allowed or let's go with the word encouraged. He's not been encouraged to actually race his teammate um, and he's been told to stay behind Charles. So I think if he moves from Ferrari, it should be a decision that he's made, not because his contract has ended and Ferrari don't want to re-sign him because I don't think like what reason have they got to get rid of him I, I I could not I I genuinely could not see why they would do that apart from I don't know maybe bringing Lewis Hamilton in like they had like all those rumors like at the start yeah. of the year all um, of those photoshopped images of Lewis in the Ferrari race suit <laughs> it just looks so wrong like it does it, it does so wrong. <laughs> um but I mean Alex is proving exactly why he was drafted up for the Red Bull seat all those years ago. He's driving exceptionally well and there's absolutely nothing stopping him from going to another team, especially a top team. He's been amazing, honestly, like really, really impressive. I actually think he's one of the most underrated drivers on the grid. I think like you talk about like the greats or the top tens or whatever, and rarely ever does Alex Albon pop into your head. But this year, like his his driving has just been... I mean, I, I, he is driving the absolute balls off that car. Like everything he can do, he's pushing it to its limits. So you just, I can't even imagine what he'd do if he had the right machinery beneath him as well. So, I mean, I'm I'm here for it. Not like I'd want to see Carlos go because I do really like Carlos, but um, yeah, like, come on, Alex. I'd be, like, I'd be like a little hype man on the side. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hype woman. I'm a woman, which is, which is what, you know, maybe <laughs> some people do think I'm a boy because of oh, my because name. because of your name, yeah. Yeah, you so let's not call myself a hype man either. <laughs> that's what I think. No, not at all. <laughs> I feel like with, with Alex, I have this feeling in me that says Alex's time at one of the top three teams is over. We, ha- I th- we had this hot take a couple of weeks ago, or it wasn't a hot take, but it, it led into a discussion that covered this topic about how because Alex has had that experience in the Rebel already, is his time in one of the top teams kind of like a been there, done that situation? Like, are the top three teams going to want him? But then actually this argument is kind of null because this season Ferrari aren't exactly a top three team anymore. So really, you know, you could argue either way. But um, I mean, I would love to see Alex. I think he's performing uh, really, really well in the Williams. I'd love to see Alex in, in one of the top teams, definitely. I'm just not sure how likely that is. And also thinking about the driver pairing that is Leclerc and Sainz, I feel like they are actually such a strong pairing, if not one of the strongest on the grid at the moment. They're so equal. And well, obviously, I mean, Sainz's first season in that Ferrari, he beat Leclerc. Leclerc then beat him in the constructor standings last season. And and this season so far, Leclerc is looking, uh, he's, 
delivered more better results than science has so far, but more better doesn't make any sense. But um, yeah, I feel like if it's not down to, you know, a mistake or a car failure, that pairing is so strong. And I feel like Ferrari won't want to get rid of science. I feel like he, they've they have no reason to, I feel like. Um, so I can't see Alex replacing science personally. I don't know if you can. I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with the, you know, he's had his, he's had his time at a top three team because when he was thrown into Red Bull, he wasn't ready. And yeah. I feel like, I mean, this is just a common mistake that Red Bull like to make. They just throw these young drivers into, I mean, what I would call an experienced car, like, a, you know, a car that's built around Max Verstappen and they just expect them to get on with it. And I actually, I, you know, the reason why, and people probably be like her huh, at this, <laughs> but the reason why Checo works so well in that Red Bull, despite being so far behind Max, but he's still, you know, he's still delivering. He's still P2 in the championship. So the reason why he does so well, I, th- I think is because he is so experienced. So like just to throw like, for like a rookie or like you know just like just a young driver into that car was just so unfair like I it was probably one of my most my most hated moments for Red Bull (laughs) like ever because it, it did it kind of like it almost like dimmed Alex's sparkle a little bit that's such like a cheesy little like saying (laughs) it works though it works it does yeah because he is a great driver and I think like coming away from Red Bull, you it, it did, you're right. It did have people thinking like, okay, maybe he's not cut out for a top team. But actually I think this year he has proven that he could be again. And I definitely, th- I definitely, definitely think he's worth more than the Williams, regardless of whether he's getting good points or, you know, good results in that car. He's out driving it by a mile. So yeah. I think he deserves a better car than that at least. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I would I would love to see Alex kind of get promoted to a, a team that's, you know, are doing a bit better than Williams right now. Um, I don't know when that will be, but it would be great to see. But I feel like this this hot takes a difficult one because it's one of those ones where I don't personally think it's likely to happen in this specific situation. But it could Alex replacing yeah, Alex <laughs> yeah. replacing science. But it could like you said, it could. It's I hate saying it, every, anything's possible, but it's so true. So it's so hard to place this on the scale. Um, I do think it's unlikely, though, that Alex will replace Carlos. I think Alex could replace someone else on the grid, um, but I'm going to give this one a two because I think that the Ferrari pairing is is strong enough that they they wouldn't replace Sainz, and not at the moment anyway. I'm going to go and sit on the fence. Um, <laughs> That's allowed. <laughs> and go with a three because, yeah, I mean, it's not like, it's not like a, I mean, I don't look at Alex and go, yes, he's going to replace Carlos yeah. Sainz. You know, whereas like you can look at other drivers and and the path is almost like kind of open or like mostly open for them to go to other places. Um, I don't see that for Alex, but there is no reason why not. And I think... It's not a case maybe that Ferrari will want to get rid of Carlos, but it might be a case of Carlos thinking, I want to be a number one driver, not yes, forced behind maybe. my teammate. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with a three. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We did, <laughs> I remember last episode uh, I recorded with Dre, we kind of, there was a new rule that you could only do one three per yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so are we going to continue that rule? We might as well. <laughs> oh, okay. The pressure is on now. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got a three left. I- I'm banking my three. Um, okay. The next hot take comes in from Nils from Twitter. And this hot take says, Sonoda to Red Bull, Liam Lawson to Alpha Tauri, Perez out. A very strong hot take. And I feel like there's three hot takes in one right now. <laughs> so Sonoda to Red Bull, Liam Lawson to Alpha Tauri and Perez out. I don't know about you, but I feel like if anyone is going to Red Bull right now, it's Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, we definitely have to see how the season plays out. Uh, it's only been, what, two races since he's been back. It's <laughs> yeah. really not been uh, not been that long. It still is crazy to me, to me to say since he's been back. Like, I can't believe that still. I'm still, like, not over the news. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Sonoda has shown that he's a great driver this season. He really has. For sure, one of the standout performers race to race. But I feel like it might be too soon to put him in that Red Bull. I think another season in the Alpha Tauri would be good for him. Give him another year to really focus on what he's doing and reflect on the last couple of seasons, perfect his skill. Not that he has to perfect his skill, but you know what I mean, you know, have, have another year. Um, I think that we've seen in the past, and we touched on this earlier, that drivers jump into that Red Bull seat too quickly and I don't want to waste that on Yuki. I think he's a great driver and he's he's shown this season especially that he is and he's proven a lot of people wrong, I feel like, and I don't want him to jump into that Red Bull next season, not quite perform how people expected him to comparing to this season and then people just say, oh, he's rubbish, he's can't com- like compare to Max. Da, da, da. Um, but then on the other hand, he came through the junior category so extremely quickly that maybe that's his thing. <laughs> maybe he is, you know, <laughs> good at jumping into things too soon. Not to say he got to Formula One too soon, but, you know, maybe that's his thing. Maybe that's his vibe. Um, but either way, I don't think Yuki will be in that seat next year. Um, and I haven't even touched on the Perez is out portion of the hot take. I There's a lot to unpack here, OK? <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the Perez out hot take I I want Ricardo in that seat but it's such a difficult one I I feel like throughout the season I've been toing and throwing so much whether I think Perez will be in that Red Bull for a while or whether he'll lose it to somewhere else someone else because I do feel like Perez has been one of the best teammates to Max uh, throughout Mm -hmm. Max's career Um, so I don't want him to lose the seat and I think he is a great driver but when you see the, the comparisons between the two of them it is quite extreme but then it's like well do they have slightly different cars? I don't know. I'm just speculating. But uh, I'm not the conspiracies. <laughs> conspiracies. No, it's so bad. But uh, no, I. That's a. What, what do I say? Disclaimer. Um, allegedly. <laughs> well, it's not even allegedly. It's just this could be a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm so confused on like the Perez situation. Like I just don't know what to think anymore. I. I mean, technically, this take doesn't say what year. So it's okay, not even true. technically for, for next year. I've just assumed um, all of that then. Just ignore everything <laughs> I've said. So um, I don't know. I, I don't think this is I don't think this is a hot take in itself, like my own what I'm about to say, but I don't think Yuki's ever going into that Red Bull seat. Really? Okay. Interesting. Uh, I, I think there have been li- just little indications that they aren't interested in him stepping up 
to the team, especially mm. not in the near future. And even more so since Daniel Ricciardo joined the team as a third driver and now back in the seat at AlphaTauri. Yeah. Yuki has, Yuki's got quite strong links with Honda who will be working with Aston Martin from 2026. So it'd be certainly interesting to see how that partnership goes forward. But honestly, I'm the same. If anyone is going into that Red Bull seat, it's Daniel. He's made it quite clear that he's on the hunt for that seat when 2025, did I say that right? Yeah, 2025 (laughs) rolls around. Um, If it doesn't happen in 24, that is, which I'm still entirely convinced that that's the whole reason they've thrown him into this AlphaTauri seat mid-season because they want him ready for 2024 but we'll see um so for me that's just all that's in my mind it's it's Red Bull Daniel 2025 in terms of Liam Lawson um there is quite a high chance that he will jo- join AlphaTauri again not to replace Yuki but to replace Daniel yeah um but Red Bull have a lot of very talented young drivers and Lawson is certainly one of them. And I think he's probably the most deserving. But the thing I I question, which is something I feel like nobody really looks at when it comes to Red Bull, is nothing stopping them from looking away from AlphaTauri or their juniors and considering someone without like out of their immediate ties. Them Brandon signing check. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> but them signing Checo proves that they aren't afraid to look elsewhere when they when they need to. And there are a few drivers who are having plenty of success in IndyCar right now, especially Alex Pillow. I think he would be a perfect fit for AlphaTauri. So, um, yeah, I mean, Lawson, Lawson is in good running, but we'll see. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't... Red Bull are really funny. I think sometimes they like to back their their juniors and then others they're like, nah, let's nah. just get you in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I think I answered pretty clearly in that whole thing that I think that Perez is going to be without a seat either in 2024 or 2025. Mm. So, or at least n- not in Red Bull. But I, I, I don't see him going anywhere else on that grid either. I think he'll retire personally. Yeah, it will be a shame to see, but it might be just one of those things where it's like, yeah, your time is up kind of thing. I mean, obviously he thought it was going to happen a few years ago um, and it didn't. Uh, So you never know what's going to happen. But no, I I think for this one, I don't know what I'm going to give it. I think it's this hot take suggests also that Liam Lawson and Daniel Ricciardo will be teammates. And I just can't see that. I can't picture it in my head. Yeah, I just it's it's getting there. It's just not quite correct. No, no. Uh, I'm going to give this one a two. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I have to go with the two because I'm definitely not going. Oh, with yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go with the But I agree. I agree with the Lawson bit possibly, and I agree with the Perez bit. I just don't agree with the Sonoda part. So I'm gonna. What, does that technically mean it's like a four? Like, no, 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 I'm going to, I'll go two. I'll go two. So the next hot take comes in from Don Carello. And this hot take says McLaren doesn't carry this momentum into 2024 and will start next season on the back foot again. Now, this one is probably painful for you, Charlie, but I'll let you take <laughs> the lead with this one because I'm interested to know what you think. Um, I won't listen to the McLaren slander. <laughs> we we are doing really good right now. So let's just let us 
have this moment to sit and be happy for once in our little papaya lives. <laughs> You're probably right. like, no, stop bringing up 2024. Let me just enjoy this moment, right? <laughs> Literally, now. I've had like the first, like, you know, well, from March till Aust- well, Bahrain to Austria has been horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just let me have this moment, please. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and just slate my team and believe that they are going to be dreadful come the 2024 season. Um, I don't have it in me to do that. And I have to believe that we'll come back fighting. That's just the way that papaya fans are raised. Um, <laughs> I hope, I hope that the only way is up, but my main worry I'd say is um, not that we dip in momentum because, but, because other teams will, you know, work on their upgrades and work on their development, that they eventually just come to terms with the regs and then overtake us. I mean, it's a natural thing in Formula One. So I just need McLaren to continue to work hard. Like, don't just don't just be like, all right, our car's like sick now. Like, let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just stay here. No, keep do. developing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like keep going, um, which I'm sure they will. And they just need to do everything they can to stay in the position they are now because their growth this season has honestly just been one of the best things. Like, not like, you know, it would have been amazing to see them start like this from the beginning of the season. But it's also like, I'm just very proud to have seen like the massive like jump in development that they've they I, I honestly like Lando said it was one of the biggest like things that Formula One has ever seen and I I genuinely believe that I think there was a graphic that came up on the um on during the Belgian Grand Prix and it was like how many seconds people's upgrades have like in, they've led that how am I supposed to explain this how many how many seconds their upgrade has like boosted them by basically yes yeah so um and McLaren were like four seconds <laughs> probably wasn't that extensive but it looked, their little like orange bar was like oh my god papaya bar was like all the way up here and everyone else's was just like tiny so I don't know it'd be a shame to see all that hard work untangle but they are also under a lot of pressure to provide a race winning car to Lando if they want to keep him around he admitted that he that there was a time at the beginning of the season that he he thought about leaving the team or it just you know it was in the back of his mind about what his next step should be. So they need to stay on it if they want to keep both Lando and Oscar, to be honest. I'm sure he'll, even just after this season, I'm sure he'll have people knocking at his door too. So, um, yeah, I, do, I, I, I want to believe that we can do it. We're going to be world <laughs> champions next year. <laughs> if you want to think that, I'd love you to think that. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I feel like um, as someone, you know, I enjoy seeing McLaren do well. I really do. Um, and I remember in 2020, they got third in the constructors. And I feel like that was really positive. And then moving into 2021, they kind of dropped back a bit. The same happened at the start of 2022. And the same happened at the start of 2023. So I feel like over the last few years, I'm the type of person that when I think about or like try and plan things that will happen, I think back at what's already happened and go from there. And so I feel like my mentality towards McLaren in the beginning of 2024 uh, will probably drop back. You know, they'll, they'll probably, you know, not start like really quick like they have been the last few races but that's just me 
going back and looking at the last few years and like trying to predict, I wouldn't like that to happen. I feel like, like you said, the step up that they have made, no one expected it. No one at all. I would even say like, it's more of a step step up than Aston Martin going from last season to this season. And that was wild. Like it, it really did surprise me. And what surprised me even more was that they actually kept it up. McLaren that they've actually like it wasn't just a one-off yeah <laughs> they have actually continued to be fast um which has been great to see and the second fastest team like how has that happened I've got no idea well I, I know how it's happened but it's just you know no one expected it and I would love to see imagine okay I, I'm I might be just feeding your your hopes right now but imagine <laughs> my delusion the, yeah <laughs> the only other race winner in 2023 be Lando Norris that would be <gasps> wild or Oscar uh, so so I mean for those who like don't know but I'm Twitter admin and I've actually we've got another little social media person I say little how many years little but Duncan, <laughs> so Duncan um, I actually I actually messaged him and was like if there's ever a time where it looks like Lando's about to win his first Grand Prix you need to take over Twitter <laughs> because I just I couldn't cope it would turn into just like some kind of Lando Norris fan page like I just yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to like if had I I mean I was at Silverstone I wasn't working so um had I like had I actually been working that weekend, I actually don't know how I would have coped because I can't contain my excitement when it comes to McLaren. <laughs> and um, you will need to I take would... a holiday after his first race win. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting a tattoo. That's already on. Really? That's already. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> this is so, exciting. Um, I can't wait to see. I this. mean, so my um, again, I'm just like spilling all my secrets today. <laughs> yeah, so my first tattoo, I've got a um, McLaren speed mark at the back of my ankle. Okay, and cool. um, I got that because <laughs> like, literally like a week before Lando's first podium, I tweeted saying, if McLaren get a podium this year, I will get a tattoo in like in honor. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, he goes and gets his first <laughs> podium. <laughs> Oh no. And I was like, all right then. <laughs> like, so, I guess um, this is the time. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be. It was, I did actually, I made the bet that it was like, it was either going to be a chili for Carlos right. or a milk bottle. <laughs> okay. I see. <laughs> but I did slightly change that because um, I have this like, <laughs> I have this paralyzing fear, right? That I get like a driver number or like something that's associated to a driver and they become a serial killer later in life. And then I've just got like, <laughs> no. and then I've just got that's there, quite like an extreme point of view. I will say that. <laughs> no, I know it's not likely to happen, but it could. And that fear doesn't, you know, the anxiety just sticks with me. Like and we said earlier, just... nothing's impossible. Exactly. <laughs> What if I'm just like rocking around with a four on my ankle representing a serial killer? Like it's just yeah. not not ideal, is it? No, so, that's, that's I will not get ideal. another test. <laughs> but I will get I will I want like a I will get one. I will get a Lando Norris themed tattoo. Do you have any design ideas? Not to give away all your secrets, but well, I still want so I want to get the Silverstone track outline. This is like just turning into a <laughs> A tattoo, tattoo Wednesday, <laughs> tattoo Wednesday, <laughs> tattoo takes Wednesday. Yeah, um, 
So I already want the Silverstone outline of like the track on my other ankle, nice. at the back of my other. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know, but I've thought about, <laughs> I've thought about a like, so I was actually, because obviously it was, Silverstone was the first track I ever went to, like uh, to watch F1. Um, but then this year made it extra special because obviously I saw Lando also get a podium there. Yeah. So um, I was tempted to get like a four that like led into the Silverstone oh, track really cool. outline. Yeah. Um, but it looks quite small. So like it would be quite small on the back of my leg. So I didn't know if it would fit there. Um, I've also considered a helmet, like a, nice. like a little helmet that's, that looks like his. I don't know. I've I've got time lots of options <laughs> yeah. to think about it to think about it until he gets his first race win probably although it'll be, be in Stanford at this point like yeah. <laughs> imagine yeah. now that you've said this <laughs> WTF one video of me going to get a tattoo for Lando Norris's <laughs> first win <laughs> so tattoos aside I'm gonna rate this take a one I think because interesting. Well, I I can't do that to my team. I can't I can't go into the twenty twenty four and be like we're gonna suck. <laughs> so you got a one for me, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I have a slightly different opinion. I would okay. More than anything, I would like this to not happen. I really want McLaren to do well. I want them to stay. We're gonna up fall there. out right now, Hannah. Well, the thing is. <laughs> We might do. <laughs> I'm going to give this a four. What? I know. Don't hate me. No, I really, okay. I really don't want this to happen, but I just, based off the last few years, I just can't commit to the two or the one on the scale. I don't want it to happen, but I think it might do. I don't think they're going to be on the back at the grid I don't think they're going to be right down but they might be on at the back foot a little bit oh no maybe I'm going to change my mind your look is so stern I don't like it <laughs> maybe I'll give it a three okay this is going to be my three of the episode okay I'm, gi- I'm giving okay. it a three should we I'm move on that yeah okay <laughs> let's move on it's been a while on this take so the next take comes from f1 duchy and they say hot take George Russell is overrated a nice and simple one, but I'll let you take it away. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, I don't think I would use the word overrated because I don't think I don't think that that many people believe that he's the best thing since sliced bread. Um, <laughs> but I do think, <laughs> but I do think he's rated slightly higher than what he's actually worth. Okay. Especially where I would put him, at least. So hear me out. I think his Mr. Saturday shows that he put on almost like every week when he was back Mm -hmm. at Williams, they almost like mesmerized people into thinking that he was like this incredible driver. But then like on Sundays, and I know he was in a Williams, I, I get that. But on Sundays, and even now he doesn't, he still doesn't always bring the results not the not the desired results and i know i, I mean especially like recently like he's really struggling with like the new concept of the car i think like more so than what lewis is i mean i wouldn't say struggling but you know he's he was doing better when the car was worse <laughs> like and yeah. i said this all last year i said like george was doing well in that car because he knows how to drive a crap car 
<laughs> like and yeah. it's, it's and my theory is working out because it's kind of like you know they've changed the concept of the car it's it's doing lewis some favors but it's almost not doing george the same the same favors in the same way um well, I don't know. Whilst I do think, I, I really do think that George is a good driver. This isn't me like saying that, you know, he's, I think he's awful and he doesn't deserve the Mercedes C or something. That's just a bit extreme. But he, I, I just wouldn't put him on the same level as like Lewis or Max or even <laughs> my bias is showing or even Lando. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I just wouldn't put him there. He's he's such a funny driver to judge because he can often be so great for like a long period of time. And then he has this like this slight dip in form and then he'll just keep dipping. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, it's like, I'm back. And yeah. he'll just like, he'll rise from the ashes again. He's just like, he's he's a very strange driver to try and judge his actual like ability and where I see him it, in like especially for the future but i just don't think in terms of being a finished article as an f1 driver he isn't there he's he's got some qualities that i think would could make him great and would make him great but he's he's definitely got quite a, a way to go until i i would see him as like one of the best i think mm, that's um, fair but i mean yeah i i don't I mean, maybe that does make him overrated. I don't know, but I just I don't like the word like overrated. No, really, it's quite strong, or underrated. It? Yeah, because it just. I mean, well, there are George Russell. My mum's a George Russell fan. I mean, she probably thinks I'm he's a the George best Russell thing. Fan. <laughs> she. I mean, you both probably think that he's the best thing <laughs> since sliced bread. <laughs> I yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say he's overrated. I can't imagine that there's you know those people. <laughs> really getting behind him <laughs> I don't know, maybe i'm wrong maybe i just don't see any george russell no, fans around no i don't i don't think you're wrong i am a bit of a george russell fan i admit it i do like george russell i, th- I think he's great and well the thing is so last season russell beat hamilton no one expected that uh this season he hasn't exactly been right up there the same way that lewis has um but also since Mercedes have been on the back foot, so 2022 and 2023, Russell has got their only win. He always outperformed his teammate at the Williams, got P2 in the eighth slowest car. I know it's like Mr. Saturday and it was raining and Spa was just like this crazy race, but it was still, you know, very impressive performance. Um, he almost won the Sakir Grand Prix like three times, was it, before it was taken away from him after jumping in a seat that didn't fit him, shoes didn't fit him. So there's a lot of amazing things that George Russell has done, in my opinion, like the Sakir Grand Prix, like Spa 2021, was it? Um, a Mercedes win when Mercedes are definitely not the quickest. And I know Hamilton's got a pole position recently, which was fantastic. You you really want to speak, I can tell. Um, no, I, I I just like it's the it's the it's the George outdid Lewis thing for me. Like it really <laughs> I hate it. Because I'm not Lewis, saying that George is, is better. No, but like Lewis was so unlucky last year. Like there was so many cases where like safety cars got in the way. I mean, like Brazil, Lewis would have won that race had Max not, you know. Yeah, no, I, so, I completely get that. I do. When I say like last season, Russell beat Hamilton, I'm not saying Russell constantly outperformed Hamilton. I, I'm not saying they were, you know, crazy differences. I'm just saying, you know, stats-wise. Because I think a lot of the time in F1, you can 
have feelings towards how a certain driver is doing and that's important because context is definitely important in races because things happen you can't always look at the stats but stats are also important to look at at the same time um if that makes any sense whatsoever um so (laughs) if you do look at the numbers russell did beat hamilton but i do agree that they were very on par i'm just saying Russell's first season in that Mercedes, I didn't expect him to do as well as he did. I think that was kind of the point that I was trying to trying to make. I wasn't saying, Russell beat Hamilton, he's the best, you know. Um, so I think that there are a lot of things that George Russell has done that has been very impressive since he's come into the world of F1. Um, and I don't think he is overrated. I I just don't think that at all. And also for the reason being, like you said, is that I don't think there are that many people being like, George Russell is the best thing. He's amazing. Like, I've just never seen that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And there are people who like are George Russell fans. I am one of them. But I also can understand that I don't think he's the best driver on the grid right now. It's not like... I I just don't see people saying that kind of stuff. So I don't think he's overrated at all. I just think he is a good driver. And I would almost argue that people think he is a bit worse than he actually is. I think that people do give him a lot of sticks sometimes. So I would argue that he is slightly underrated, in my opinion. No. He's he's definitely no. He's definitely more overrated than underrated. But okay, okay, okay. You know, each to their own. <laughs> Remember, like throwback to what I said at the start is like we all disagree with a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I don't actually know where I'm going. Where I, I think I'm going to give this one a two. I, I don't agree with it personally. I think I'm going to go four. Okay. Yeah, really? I, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm definitely more on the like. I don't know. I just, I, I just, I don't rate him. I just, what? Well, no, that's that was wrong to say. I do rate him. He's a very good driver, but I just, I don't know. There are there are people that put him on like future world champion kind of like level or like Max Max Lewis level. <laughs> Why are you hiding? <laughs> I might be hiding because I think he could be a world champion in the future, but I I do not think he's Max Verstappen level. Definitely not. Yeah, and but there are people that do believe that he he is like yeah, you know, he is like Lewis level. And I I I don't I just don't I don't know. I can't get behind George that much, and it like it that makes me quite sad because I like I do like him and I think he is a good driver, but yeah, he's 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 not there. He's not there for me. Well, that wraps it up for this week's Hot Takes Wednesday. I really hope you've enjoyed it. Charlie, thank you so much for joining me today. We will probably see you again next Wednesday for Hot Takes Wednesday. So look forward to that. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.